Okay, we're going to dive right in. So we're going to look at each of the carboxylic acid derivatives. So starting off with amides, they're compounds with the general formula RCONR2. They're named by replacing oic acid with amide. Alkyl substituents in the nitrogen atom are listed as prefixes, and their location is specified with the letter N. So there's N-ethyl-N-methylbutanamide, N-N-dimethylethanamide, and N-methylpropanamide. Amides are Amides are generally synthesized by the reaction of other carboxylic acid derivatives with either ammonia or an amine. The loss of hydrogen from the nucleophile is required for this reaction to play, take place, so only primary and secondary amines will undergo this reaction. Cyclic amides are called lactams. They're named according to the carbon atom bonded to the nitrogen, so beta-lactams have a bond between the beta-carbon and the nitrogen. Gamma-lactams contain a bond between the gamma-carbon and the nitrogen, and then so forth. Amides might not participate in hydrogen bonding depending on the number of alkyl groups that they have bonded and their boiling points might be lower or on the same level as that of the carboxylic acids. Then we have esters. They are the dehydration synthesis products of other carboxylic acid derivatives and alcohols. They're named by placing the esterifying group, um, which is the substituent bonded to the oxygen as a prefix. So the suffix oate replaces oic acid. And then when we look at this, uh, ethyl ethanoate and then isopropyl propylbutanoate exists. Uh, under acidic conditions, mixtures of carboxylic acids and alcohols will condense into esters. This is called a Fischer esterification. They can also be obtained from the reaction of anhydrides with alcohols. Cyclic esters are called lactones, and they're named in the same manner as lactams, with the name of the precursor acid molecule also included. So alpha-acetolactone, beta-propiolactone, gamma-butyrolactone, and delta-valerolactone. And because they lack hydrogen bonding, they have lower boiling points than their related carboxylic acids. Then we have triacylglycerols, which is the storage form of fats in the body, and they're esters of long-chain carboxylic acid and glycerol. And saponification is the process by which fats are hydrolyzed under basic conditions to produce soap. And the saponification, um, the subsequent acidification of the soap regenerates the fatty acid. So if you treat them with, if you treat triacylglycerols with NaOH, it'll produce fatty acid, fatty acid salts, aka soap, as well as glycerol. Then we're going to look at anhydrides, which are called acid anhydrides as well. They're condensation dimers of carboxylic acids. They have the general formula RCOOCOR. Symmetrical anhydrides are named by substituting the word anhydride for the word acid in a carboxylic acid. And when they're asymmetrical, you simply name the two chains alphabetically, followed by anhydride. Uh, So there's ethanoic, propanoic anhydride, ethanoic anhydride, phthalic anhydride, and succinic anhydride. Those are some examples. They're synthesized by condensation reaction with one molecule of water lost in the condensation. Uh, certain cyclic anhydrides can be formed simply by heating carboxylic acids. The reaction is driven forward by the increased stability of the newly formed ring. So only anhydrides five or six membered rings are easily made. And just as it's just as with all anhydride formations, the hydroxyl group of one COOH acts as a nucleophile, attacking the carbonyl on the other COOH. And then they often have higher boiling points than their related carboxylic acids that base solely on their much greater weight. Okay, and then we're going to look at the relative reactivity. So anhydrides are the most reactive than esters, which are kind of tied with carboxylic acids and then amides. Um, this is explained by the structure. So anhydrides have their resonance stabilization and their three electron withdrawing oxygen atoms and they're the most electrophilic. Esters have lack one electron withdrawing carbonyl oxygen and are slightly less reactive. And then the amides have an electron donating amino group and are the least reactive towards nucleophiles. 
Sarah Kindrens describes when a reaction does not proceed to the size of the substituents. So, um, SN2 is a thing where it doesn't occur with tertiary carbons. Um, so, you can also use this as an advantage for creating protecting groups. And the size and substitution of the leaving group can affect the ability of a nucleophile to access the carbonyl carbon, so that affects the reactivity of the derivative to nucleophilic acyl substitution. Um, then we're going to look at the electronic effects that must be considered. So uh, induction refers to the distribution of charge across sigma bonds. Electrons are attracted to atoms that are more electronegative, generating a dipole across the sigma bond, and the less electronegative atom has a slightly positive charge. As we know, we've gone over this, uh, the effect is relatively weak and it gets weaker when you move further away from um, the electronegative atom. And this effect is responsible for the dipole character of the carbonyl group, as well as the increased dipole character and susceptibility to its nucleophilic attack of carboxylic acid, acids, which uh, contain an additional oxygen atom in their leaving group. This also explains the relative reactivity of anhydrides, esters, and amides toward nucleophilic attack. Uh, anhydrides have two electron withdrawing groups, which leave a significant partial positive on the electrophilic carbon, and this effect is smaller in amides because nitrogen is less electronegative than oxygen, and the dipole is not as strong. And then conjugation refers to the presence of alternating single and multiple bonds. The setup implies that all the atoms involved in these bonds are either sp2 or sp hybridized, and they have uh, unhybridized p orbitals. And when these p orbitals align, they can delocalize pi electrons through resonance, forming clouds of electron density above and below the plane of the molecule. And this. Uh, conjugation can be established with the carbonyl group itself, alpha, beta, unsaturated carbonyls, or enones, which are common examples. Uh, and then this type of electron steering makes it really stable uh, because the compounds have multiple resonance structures and this allows for the stabilization of a positive charge once the nucleophile has bonded, making these more susceptible to nucleophilic attack. And then we talked about the lactams and lactones, which are cyclic amides and esters. Uh, they are more reactive to hy hydrolysis sometimes because they have more strain. Um, so there's that. And then I think the last thing we're going to go over is the nucleophilic acyl substitution reactions. Um, so they involve nucleophilic attack of the carbonyl carbon with the displacement of a leaving group. All carboxylic acid derivatives can participate in nucleophilic substitution reactions at a different relative rates. And then anhydrides are the most reactive toward nucleophiles, followed by esters and finally amides. Um, so there's also a cleavage reaction that can occur because it can split an anhydride into two. So, yeah. Yeah, so you can go from anhydride to amide to carboxylic acid uh, through nucleophilic acyl substitution. And then alcohols can also act as nucleophiles toward anhydrides um, and result in the formation of esters and carboxylic acids. And then anhydrides can also be reverted to carboxylic acids by exposing them to water, and uh, the anhydride has to be symmetric. Uh, otherwise, you get a mixture of products. Uh, and then alcohols can act as nucleophiles and displace the esterifying group on an ester, and this is called transesterification. So one ester is simply transformed to another. Uh, and then amides can be hydrolyzed under highly acidic conditions via nucleophilic substitution. So Acidic condition allows the uh, carbonyl oxygen to become protonated, making the molecule more susceptible to nucleophilic attack by a water molecule. And the product is a carboxylic acid and ammonia because the reverse of the condensation reaction um, is how amides are formed. 
And then hydrolysis can also occur if you have really basic conditions, uh, similar to the acid catalyzed reaction, except that the carbonyl oxygen is not protonated and the nucleophile is a hydroxide ion, and the product is the deprotonated carboxylate anion. Okay, so we're going to go over concept summary. So amides are the condensation products of carboxylic acids and ammonia or amines. Uh, they're given the suffix amide. The alkyl groups on a substituted amide are written at the beginning of the name with the prefix N. Cyclic amides are called lactams and they're named by the Greek letter of the carbon forming the bond with the nitrogen, so beta, gamma, delta. Esters are the condensation products of the carboxylic acids with alcohol, so Fischer esterification is an idea that you need to think about. They're given the suffix oate, and the esterifying group is written as a substitute, substituent without a number. Cyclic esters are called lactones, and they're named by the number of the carbons in the ring and the Greek letter of the carbon forming the bond with the oxygen, so alpha acetolactone, beta propiolactone, etc. And then triacyl glycerols are a form of fat storage, include three ester bonds between glycerol and fatty acids, and saponification is the breakdown of fat using a strong base to form soap, aka salts of long chain carboxylic acids. And then anhydrides are the condensation dimers of carboxylic acids, so symmetric ones are named for the parent carboxylic acid followed by anhydride, and then asymmetric are named by the listing the parent carboxylic acids alphabetically followed by anhydride. And then some can be synthesized by heating dioic acid, five or six membered rings are generally stable. Uh, and then when we talk about nucleophilic substitution reactions, anhydrides are more reactive than esters, which are more reactive than amides. Zero-kindrins describe when a reaction cannot proceed or significantly slows because of substituents crowding the reactive site, and so protecting groups such as acetals can be used to increase zero-kindrins or otherwise decrease reactivity of a particular portion of a molecule. Induction refers to the uneven distribution of charge across a sigma bond because of differences in electronegativity, so the more electronegative groups in a carbonyl-containing compound, the greater its reactivity. And then conjugation refers to the presence of alternating single and multiple bonds, which creates delocalized pi electron clouds above and below the plane of the molecule. Electrons experience resonance through the unhybridized p orbitals, increasing stability. And conjugated carbonyl containing compounds are more reactive because they can stabilize their transition states. An increased strain in a molecule can make it more reactive. Beta lactams are prone to hydrolysis because they have significant ring strain, and ring strain is due to torsional strain from eclipsing interactions and angle strain from compressing bond angles below 109.5. And finally, all of the carboxylic acid derivatives can undergo nucleophilic substitution reactions, and the rates at which they do so are determined by their relative reactivities. Anhydrides can be cleaved by the addition of a nucleophile. The addition of ammonia or an amine results in an amide and a carboxylic acid. The addition of alcohol results in an ester and a carboxylic acid. And the addition of water results in two carboxylic acids. Transesterification is the exchange of one esterifying group for another on an ester, and the attacking nucleophile is an alcohol. And last but not least, amides can be hydrolyzed to carboxylic acids either under strongly acidic or basic conditions, and the attacking nucleophile is water on the hydroxide ion, anion. Is water or the hydroxide anion? I'm sorry. Okay, that was a lot. We are gonna chug along next episode to the nitrogen and phosphorus containing compounds which should not be too, too bad. It looks like there's only a couple pages of content. Okay, so I'll catch you there. Bye-bye.